Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Stay for the Stories podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Elijah. The purpose of this show is simple. I want to help share stories. So it's only fitting that I share my story, hopefully to encourage you to do the same. Uh, This podcast is going to be running related, centered around athletes and sports. However, I want this to be an open platform. So I want to talk to anyone and everyone about anything and everything. With that being said, I'm ready if you are. Let's jump right into it. This is my story, the non-runner turned runner. So I mostly grew up playing football. My first sport was martial arts. I competed for about eight years um, from five to 13. Not to get too much into it, here are the highlights. I am a second degree black belt a five-time world champion in martial arts, and I'm in the Texas Hall of Fame. Uh, I studied a handful of different styles in martial arts, um, and I won my titles in a few different categories, a few different forms, um, when I was 12 and 13. At the time, I was a hybrid athlete, so I was competing competing in martial arts and playing football. When I won my titles and also got my second degree black belt, I decided to uh, just pursue football. Um, At the time, it was, uh, I mean, I did really well in martial arts, and then I wanted to see what my next um, advent, what my next venture was in sports, and the current passion at the time was football. So I decided to pursue it. Um, Mostly growing up, I played defense. Uh, inside linebacker was my primary position. I played a little bit of offense, uh, played some running back and fullback, a few different skilled positions. Um, But when I was in high school, I uh, just had one role, one job, one position. I played inside linebacker. Um, To set the stage here, when I was in high school, going into my freshman year of high school, I weighed about 200 pounds. So 14, 15 years old, I was about 200 even. Um, I was a big body. I had a lot of muscle, um, and I was a very stocky, young athlete. Um, even growing up, prior to high school, just growing up, um, I, always could, I always carried a lot of weight. Um, I always had uh, a good amount of size when it came to muscle and strength. Um, and that not only as a, when I was competing and and studying and training in martial arts, um, but also, you know, more so when I was playing football, um, and just a, a really, really muscular, strong kid, uh, 200 even when I was a freshman, I also wrestled my freshman year. I lettered, um, in wrestling and I would wrestle at about 180, so Throughout the rest of high school, my sophomore, junior, and senior year, I stood at about 180, 85, maybe 190 in the offseason. And again, to set the stage, I grew up in Texas. So football is huge. It's a big part of the culture in the South. Um, Football pretty much is its own religion. Um, And again, I grew up in Houston, so you can imagine how competitive that market was in a big city like Houston. 
if you ever seen Friday Night Lights, the show or the movie, um, that pretty much was my experience. Football was that big. The difference is uh, you take that show, you take the movie, and you take that experience, and you multiply it by 10 because I grew up in a big city. In my district alone, there were 10 high schools in my district, all within 10 to 15 minutes from each other. Each school maybe had 3,000 to 4,000 kids. So just in my area alone, minimum 30,000 high schoolers. Um, I played in a multi-million dollar stadium that seated 10 to 11,000 people. We played every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, again, that's how huge the sport was, and that's how, um, that's how embraced football was uh, in Texas, in the South, and especially in Houston. So highly competitive market, highly populated, and the level of competition was extremely high. So you take a kid like me, um, who is not the biggest, not the strongest, not the fastest, um, not the most talented or the most athletic, and I started at inside linebacker when I was a freshman. Um, my class alone, I believe, you know, half of our team, about 50% of our starters were sophomores in my class. And that, if you ever competed in high school, if you ever played high school sports um, or any, any kind of sport for, for, for that, uh, you know, like, it's always the, the seniors that get the starting role. You know, you have to pay your dues. You have to put in the time. And more often than not, it's the seniors who are starting. That wasn't the case, um, you know, when I grew up. But that wasn't the case when I was in high school. Um, a lot of us, me included, uh, started when we were sophomores. And again, it's just a highly competitive city and district where I grew up. Um, and it was, I was so lucky. I was so lucky to even be on the playing field and much less have a starting role, um, and a key role at that on defense, uh, at inside linebacker. So you see me now, um, imagine me in high school, 185, a lot of muscle stocky, and I'm still going up against six, eight, 300 pound linemen. I can still go toe to toe with D1 prospects. Um, I played against guys that went on to, you know, skill positions on offense that went on to play at, you know, big schools, D1 schools like uh, Oklahoma, UT, A&M, in Army, you name it. Like those are the guys that ended up on TV. You know, NCAA, they playing football and, and they grew up in my area and they went up against my team. And I, you know, I stood right across from those athletes and I could hold my own at inside linebacker at 185 uh, when I was a sophomore, junior and senior. Um, now, I was very lucky and very fortunate to go on and play in college. I earned an academic scholarship and was recruited to play inside linebacker at a small D3 private school. Um, very lucky. Um, I, I was, um, so excited when I got that call and, uh, I can, you know, continue to live on the dream and play football, uh, throughout college. So again, going into freshman year in college, I put on a little bit more weight, um, going into my freshman year of high, of college, I was 200 even. I put on more weight and bulked up to about 240 or 245, uh, to play inside linebacker. And that's bizarre to put it into perspective. And in comparison to where I'm at now, I was maybe I was 240, 245 in college. Right now I'm standing at about 155, maybe 150. So 90 to almost 100 pounds heavier um, 
when I was in college, when I was in college, than I am right now. Um, and that is crazy. Again, I just want to let you know the type of athlete that I was in comparison to the type of athlete that I am right now. Um, and you can imagine having all of this weight and all of this muscle and, you know, having been, you know, foundation on martial arts and then going on to play football and I'm a big football player and I have a lot of strength and muscle and that's the role that I played. Uh, I hated running growing up. Like I hated running. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't even do it. Like physically it hurt. Of course it was exhausting. And as an athlete um, competing in various sports, running was the last thing I wanted to do. You couldn't catch me on the track. Uh, I hated track workouts. I didn't like any kind of endurance or speed training, any kind of conditioning, even with football. I didn't want any part of it. And with me carrying a lot of weight and all the muscle, like it just was exhausting and it hurt. Uh, I couldn't even run a mile. Like I would do anything and everything that I could. I would make any excuse in like in the book. I, pl- I played it like I would use it. Um, any excuse that I could get and I could have and I could come up with just not to run. It, that was me growing up, admittedly, because I just was so anti-running um, because I just didn't want to do it. I couldn't do it. And it sucked. Uh, so growing up, I hated running. Um, I was just athletic enough to compete in multiple sports and I was just athletic enough to play the game of football and football and running two totally different arenas. Um, they they take two totally different athletes to do each, um, and to compete in, in each sport. So college, that's really where my intro to running started. Uh, I played inside linebacker my freshman year. I transitioned over to play free safety in my second year. And this is when um, I started to get more in shape, build up my endurance, my speed, and my quickness to transition over to play a different position. Um, so I was about 240 freshman year. I maybe uh, cut down to uh, like 180, 190 uh, to play free safety. So still lost a little bit of weight. And I can uh, attribute that to a very strict diet, um, lean meat, a lot of fruits and vegetables, um, no sugar, no processed foods, no sweets. Um, I cut out, you know, soda, fast food, any processed foods, you name it. I was just clean eating and I trained multiple times a day. So with football, we had two-a-days, you know, morning and afternoon workouts. I would take it upon myself to run a little extra during these workouts. And um, sometimes on occasion, I'd even try to squeeze an additional workout. So I'd be working out um, and running two to three times a day just to build up my endurance because my whole life and even in college, I just didn't like running. And in order for me to get any chance at any kind of playing time, I needed to switch positions and I needed to be good at the position that I was going into, which was free safety. So I needed to be faster. I needed to have more endurance, more speed, more quickness to be able to keep up with some of the fast skilled positions on offense. And I dedicated my time to, to train, to get, to change my whole, my whole athleticism or just to get better as an athlete. Um, and I went from being a really, really strong football player to a really, really fast football player. Um, and it, it was a whole transition in its own, all within you know, less than a year to get ready to play for the season. 
Um, then fast forward to uh, when I moved to New York. Uh, my fr- freshman year of college, played inside linebacker. Sophomore year of college, I played free safety. My third year, I stopped playing football to pursue academics so I can graduate early. I moved back to Texas. I found my way to New York. My first year in New York, it was the week of Thanksgiving. I come across a news headline um, that they were bringing a pro arena football team to upstate New York, to Albany, um, and they were having open tryouts. So right then and there, I decided this is it. This is my last shot at um, continuing to play the game. Um, So the day after Thanksgiving, I trained for about three months, nonstop, every day, uh, to get back in shape, um, to get ready for this tryout. Now, I I mentioned before, I mostly played defense uh, as a football player. For the tryout, I wanted to go and try out for offense for receiver, which is a skilled position. You have to be fast. You have to be quick. You have to have good hands to catch the ball. And that's what I was training for for three months um, leading up to this tryout. So what that looked like was I would force myself to run, um, and I forced myself to run on the treadmill. Uh, I, I said this before, I couldn't even run a mile. Like you, I couldn't run a mile to save my life. I just needed to do it. Like I wanted to give it my all for this, for this tryout. Um, and I wanted to make sure I gave it a hundred percent. So I needed to run and I needed to get back in shape. (laughs) Um, so I dedicated, I dedicated training to just running a mile week one, run a mile. And every day my mindset was get a little bit better than I was yesterday, do better than I I did yesterday. So I'd run a a little farther and a little faster. I'd push myself and, and I'd have these little micro goals and micro challenges again, to just run a little faster and a little farther each day to get a little better each day. Um, so week one, you know, just run a mile. Week two, maybe do th- two miles to three miles. Week three, three to four miles, you name it, um, and continue that progression. So in three months, I was able to run, you know, 10, 11, 12 miles in a workout, um, you know, pretty fast for my standard as a football player. Uh, seven minutes, maybe eight minutes, could push it a six, depending on, you know, how fast I can push the button um, on the treadmill and, and let the belt take me and, 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 you know, kick my legs up. So uh, I could push it on the treadmill. Um, and full disclosure, full transparency, I would stop about every mile because still the football player mentality was that I could take breaks during a game. You know, you only a play only lasts 10 to 15 seconds maximum. So you're going, you're giving it your all hundred percent, uh, of your effort. You know, you're, you're giving it, you're going all out for a play. Um, and the whistle blows, you stop, reset, catch your breath and get ready for the next play. So it was always recovery time is just as quick as the play itself. Um, and football is a very, very, very quick game, but you do get a chance to catch a breath, take a timeout. Um, a number of different factors happen to where you can you can reset and um, you can gather yourself before going up, you know, going again the next play um, and having it, having to give it your all. So that's how I would train. I'd run as fast as I could for as long as I could, um, and then I'd stop and catch my breath and go again and repeat and repeat and repeat until I got a little faster, a little quicker, and I could run a little farther. Um, then come tryout, 
uh, about 700 people tried out. Of the 700 people, uh, 500 guys tried out for the same position that I was trying out for, receiver. (laughs) So already the odds are stacked against me. Um, Just a lot of people and my chances were slim. I did fairly well. Um, out of 700 you know, guys that tried out, I made it to the final cuts. I made it to the last 30. I just didn't get picked up for the squad, um, which I'm totally fine with. <laughs> it was such a great experience. It was a lot of fun. I gave it my all. I trained as much as I could. Um, I left no doubt that I gave it my all in training and in the tryout. Um, I just wasn't lucky enough or wasn't fortunate enough to get picked up for the squad. Come to find out, it was a little more political than I thought. Um, I'm definitely not using that as an excuse. Uh, I think only one guy actually made the team from uh, the group that I tried out with. Uh, Of the 700, only one guy actually made the team. But I think they pretty much had their squad set. They had recruits come in. Um, You know, people that I was trying out with were being recruited from other states and other teams. So, uh, you know, I never talked to a coach. Like, I just, I didn't know until I was there. Um, But I, you know, did well and I had fun and it was a great experience nonetheless. Um, So that was my intro again to running, Um, you know, intro round two. Uh, because I was training for this football tryout, still football related, Um, but for three months running every single day and having that progression and having that mindset of getting a little bit better each day, um, I built up a habit and running every morning was a part of my routine. Wake up, run, start the day. That was pretty much it. So, uh, you know, once I uh, tried out, post tryout, running every day was such a habit that I kept up with it. And that was it. So for that first year, I ran by myself. I explored and adventured around New York City. Uh, I got lost. I just would run for long periods of time. I'd love being outside. I'm nomadic at nature. So like I could just get outside and explore and wonder and never get bored and, and have you know, the most fun time. Um, and so, yeah, I, the first year I ran by myself trying to figure things out, figure myself out as an athlete, as a runner, um, and try to pick up the sport, right? My second year is when I joined Adidas Runners New York City. And my first community run was a 5K in Soho. But the second I showed up to uh, the meetup and I met the crew and I met the people and uh, these other runners and these other athletes at that point, even before the run, I was hooked um, more so when we were running because I for the first time, I was surrounded by people that were just like me that just thoroughly enjoyed and loved running um, and a part of it was the competitive athlete in me, uh, my competitive nature was keep up with the fast kids. You know, and and at that point, like transitioning as a different over to as a different athlete from a football player to a runner, um, I some somewhere along the way I fell in love with running, and then I wanted to push myself to see just how good of a runner I could get um, and be the best version of that for me. So, the second I, I joined Adidas Runners New York City, I was hooked, and from that point on, it was learn as you go, try to keep up and have fun. So for every workout, every Saturday long run, I would place myself and immerse myself around the, you know, the, the, 
the pack leaders, the front group. Um, typically, they're the guys that run the farthest and the fastest. And it's a, you know, it's a game of keep up. I push myself to run and keep up with them. Um, and naturally, I had a, just a natural progression because I'm consuming all of this knowledge, all of this information from other runners, from experienced runners, from collegiate athletes, competitive athletes um, in the sport of running, just consuming all of this knowledge. And naturally, I, you know, um, naturally I had a progression as a runner. Um, and I could pick up cues and you see my form start to change, my running style change, uh, how I strike my foot, how I carry myself, how I move, how I breathe, just surrounding myself with these, you know, what I consider top tier athletes. Um, just doing that alone made me a better athlete and a better runner. And again, the competitive nature in me was like, keep up. So, um, you know, just as long as I could keep up, I was satisfied with my performance, if you want to call it that, but I was definitely satisfied with the workout because everything that I was doing at the time, a couple of years ago, everything I was doing was net new. Uh, never was a runner, never did a tempo run or a track workout. Um, and you know, that, 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 again, just figuring it out as I went along, um, and just trying to be the best version of a runner, uh, that I could be for whatever that meant for me at the time. Um, and then, that was it. Uh, first year ran solo. Second year ran with Adidas. Um, my third year last year, 2020 is when they brought me on as a crew runner, as a pacer. Um, and at the time I was pacing the eight to eight fifteen or eight thirty group, um, just right in that range. And for me, that was even pushing it just a little bit. Um, that was just outside of my comfort zone. You know, I was, I took it, I took it on as like a personal challenge to myself to uh, keep me accountable and to keep me honest. Um, so I wanted to pace at that. Um, I wanted to pace at the eight minutes or eight fifteen, um, and I, you know, had to be held accountable to lead the group and lead the pace group and um, you know carry a, a couple of runners with me as I went along on the on these workouts and these long runs. So it was. It was it was a great experience for what it was um, at the beginning of last year. For however many you know in person runs that we had, it was great, um, and it was a lot of fun because I went from being the guy in the back of the pack trying to keep up um, within a year to now I'm leading a pack, um, and that was such a great experience for me, an accomplishment for me as a runner and as an athlete, even as a person, um, and so that was a lot of fun. Then, of course, um, the unexpected happened. Uh, I found myself going back to Florida. So my family relocated from Texas to Florida. I spent all of last year in Florida. Um, I was very fortunate to be in a place that was um, open. I, you know, I was out in the countryside. I had a lot of space, a lot of um, a lot, of, a lot of areas to explore and wonder. So um, I spent this time with my family and I was very lucky to uh, be spend this time with them. At the same time, I was leaning into my passions, which one, one of them being running. Um, and that meant like I could really challenge myself to become the better athlete or the best athlete that I, you know, could be. So continuing my run streak, running every day, running eight miles every day. Um, again, the mindset of getting better than I, you know, getting better, a little bit better each day. So if I ran eight miles at whatever pace, the next day, run that eight miles a little faster. 
uh, or maybe run nine miles and go a little farther um, and just really, really push it and, you know, see how far I can push myself, um, you know, and, and, and basically like there, I had the mindset that like I, there are no limits. Like I could do whatever I want to do. I just got to train for it. Um, and last year you see me doing things like, uh, a 400 mile challenge. So, um, no, I had 30 days to run 400 miles and, uh, last June and I ran 454 miles in 30 days. Hence the nickname, Mr. 454. Um, my mini challenge at the time was run a half marathon a day for 30 days. So at minimum I was running, uh, 13 plus miles a day for a month. Um, and I can, I closed out last June running 454 miles. Again, just pushing it, just keep like, just re like discovering who I was and who I am as a runner and as an athlete, um, almost to the extreme because I don't, I, there are no limits. Like I, I'm going to go as, as far for however fast I can. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to, that's just the, even the competitive part of it for me, I'm competing against me to get better and to be better. Um, and then last year, just kind of running solo for the majority of the year, really, uh, getting into endurance running, putting in a lot of time on feet, um, putting in a lot of miles, um, and then also working on my speed, a lot of progression runs, a lot of tempo runs. So at the same time I was building endurance, I was building speed and I'm just having, you know, a lot of fun, uh, doing it and, you know, just, just seeing what I could do. Um, then this year, uh, you know, I could do things or I was doing things like the thousand mile challenge, 89 days, three months to run a thousand miles. Uh, and I did it in 62 days towards the tail end of that challenge, towards the tail end of two months, um, for a week or a week and a half, I was running on average, you know, 20 miles a day. And, um, that's crazy. Like not, not too long ago, I couldn't even run a mile. Not too long ago, I couldn't run a mile on a treadmill, um, without, you know, almost passing out. Um, and now I can, I can run, and just run. Like I could just get out. I can wake up, roll out of bed, and run and have fun, and just not have to worry about um, much. Like I can, I could, I could. I love running and too. So it's, it's like a. It's just it's brings me so much joy to be able to just get out there and, and run and explore and have fun. Um, but again, a few years ago, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, and even growing up, uh, younger me. No, like I, I couldn't have imagined I could be this type of athlete and um, be a runner. Like I can call myself a runner and I still have a hard time doing it um, and calling myself and categorizing myself or labeling myself a runner because historically for the, mo for the majority of my life, um, I wasn't one. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's a little bit of like an, in, like feeling like I have imposter syndrome because, uh, just never was a runner, never thought I could be a runner. And now you couldn't catch me not running. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's it in a nutshell. That's my story. The non-runner turned runner. Thank you for listening and watching. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for your support. Um, Stay tuned. More to come. As always, stay for the stories.